0: He isn't afraid to dissect an issue, even if it ruffles some feathers. With Global Top Talkers, here's Alex Pearson on Global
1: News Radio. It is time for our Global Talkers here at 734 on a Thursday. Let's bring them in. Bill Kelly, who you can listen to on um, Global News Radio in Hamilton 9 to 12. And Mike Stubbs, who you can catch 12 to 3, Global News Radio London. Hey, guys. Hey,
0: Alex. Hey. How you
1: doing? All right, let's start on a mass shooting that, uh, you know... Just three months later, we are now just learning details and only because the media paid a lot of very expensive lawyers to go in and fight and argue with the court as to why those records should be unsealed. Michael, start with you on this. I don't know what it is about this case. I got an expert coming on uh, at eight o'clock. But the fact that we have to fight to get information on this case tells me there's a bigger story at play here.
0: Yeah, maybe. I mean, it it seems that anymore we've got to fight for information and what is the the line that everybody uses control the message Mm -hmm. everybody who's in control of that message control of that information they want to make sure that that information gets out the way they want to have it get out so i'm with you if someone is not willing to say here's what happened here's the story we've had a lot of time this is not like this just took place there there should be something more to it or it's just that lockdown of I have the information. I'm going to make sure it gets out when and how I want it to.
1: Okay, but that's that's troubling, Bill, because I've been doing this for a long time. You've been doing this for a long time. We've had a lot of big stories in this country, and they unfold as reporters get them, not because they're sealed up and um, hidden away from the public in a courtroom where you have to fight to get them. So if this is the new norm, I think uh, then we're owed an explanation.
2: Well, absolutely we are. And you've, you, you, know, you, you did court reporting for many years, and you and I have talked about some of these cases over the years, too, Alex the fact of the matter is is they have a responsibility to be open and, and transparent with the public about this. And, and and as soon as they start saying, well, that's not, this is not, I know it's an ongoing investigation, but they I'm not going to suggest yeah. it's cut and dried. Everything's an ongoing investigation. But the public has a right to know who this guy is, what happened, why did it happen. And now you have to bang on the door, you have to put freedom of information requests in, the, and that's our job, I get that, as, as, as journalists, we need to do that. But at some point, you know, we, we want to help the police, but the police, ha- it's a, two-way street we need to have some more cooperation and more transparency from police and it just seems right now as if they're closing ranks and that obviously leads to the the number one question why
1: yeah well it is new and it's only been in the last really in the last year where we've seen these big you know the van incident plowing through people and then this incident where i'm thinking is this a new norm where we are going to ask questions and basically just have to accept that because these two cases set the precedent that we were kind of shut out from them that this is just the way police forces across this country, let alone across Ontario, will do their job. That bugs me. Um,
2: Absolutely. Look, it happened with Sam and your team. It happened with so many other cases right now. We know that uh, what we do know, these are troubled individuals. Uh, We know that in many cases, and apparently with this one, with the shooter on the Danforth, there was some interaction with, with police, with this guy before that. Uh, if that's an embarrassment to them, I don't care. Too bad. Let's talk about this and let's find out what happened and why it happened.
1: Yeah, because the information we're reading is very troubling. I want to talk about Russia because it's a headline not getting a lot of attention, but it is a really astonishing that they've been reinstated by the main doping, the World Anti-Doping Agency. Um, they've ended this three-year suspension following not just a major scandal, Mike, I would say, like, they were running a statewide <laughs> doping program that allowed them not just to win everything, but it was an sh- unbelievable organization, and now they've just been like, eh, have at her, go, go back.
0: Well, Professor Richard McLaren at Western University in London was absolutely key in uncovering some of the details about this. I think what this does is it shows that this problem is a lot bigger than just their anti-doping agency in Russia or the state-sponsored doping that was going on, the program that was going on. This must extend into WADA because they softened some of the penalties or they softened some of the cooperation, let's call it, that Mm -hmm. Russia had to give in the summer. And then now, I mean, Russia basically has said, we're not even fulfilling two of these conditions, and that's it. No, we didn't do this. And somehow is letting that go so who has friends in high places or maybe it's friends in low places in this situation
1: yeah who who needs to hire a a food tester uh, bill because honestly if I'm an athlete competing on the world stage I am disgusted right now but more to that you know we put a lot of money into athletes and we put a lot of money Canadian American governments into these agencies around the world and if this is how they're gonna operate why are we paying for this
2: the first question I had when I saw this story earlier this morning, and it broke while I was on the air, so I didn't have a whole lot of time, but I looked into it later on this afternoon, is did they pay these guys off in rubles or in gold bullion? Because, I mean, <laughs> and, that's it. and Mike, you know this, too. This is all what international politics and sports is all about. Whoever gets the Olympic Games, whoever gets this, Russia gets this, it's all about brown envelopes, and it's been going on forever. They keep saying they're going to clean it up. That's why this agency was, was uh, originated in the first place. It was supposed to be a policing agency, and now it's corrupt, too. I mean, if, you know, they're, it's all gone to hell in a hand now.
1: Yeah, but can you fix it? Like, who, who's going to watch Russia and want to even, A, compete against them or actually think that they won that gold fair and square?
0: Well, Alex, that's the risk. But so far, it hasn't played out. And that's the real problem in all of this. If you look and you are upset with officiating and the officiating just isn't improving the national football league talks about this sometimes and it's not happening then your fans may one day leave well fans are not leaving and countries are still lining up to bid for the Olympic Games. They're still, li- they're still willing to give these exorbitant yeah. amounts of money. And then you look at the ruin that has happened in Sochi. You look at the ruin in Rio de Janeiro where in Rio you had people who had knocks on their doors and it would be some government official saying, we need you out by three. We're putting a road through your house here this afternoon. <laughs> and that's
2: you know, there's the a, there's it went. There's an even more elementary thing to this these guys got caught right-handed, and, and you're right, Alex, this was a systemic problem. This is just one or two athletes. This was the whole bloody system, mm-hmm. all right? When you're caught, when you're convicted, as they were, and you ask for parole, the first thing they say is, do you admit your crime and are you sorry? And Russia said no. And, who knows that, and they Yete. said, okay, that's fine, you can come back anyway.
1: Yeah. yeah, well, exactly. As far as I'm concerned, they shouldn't be getting one bloody cent. If, if our government is giving that organization any money, that should be canceled right away, because that's just crazy
2: anyway. Absolutely. And, and, by, and, and to your point, Mike, yeah. I mean, you're right, in Western Ontario University, they did some. Dick Pound, a Canadian, was one of the guys that, that was instrumental in organizing this. He's got to be just apoplectic right now to think how this thing is now de- degenerated.
1: And by the way, Alberta, yeah, rip up that little, uh, you know, paper that you want the games that they're trying, Calgary's trying to get another game, and if I'm seeing this report, I'm saying, yeah, no thanks, yeah. keep your games. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, guys, i got to leave it there, but thank you.
2: Take care. Anytime. That is
1: Bill Kelly. Uh, he can listen to 9 to 12 on Global News Radio in Hamilton and Mike Stubbs. You can catch him 12 to 3 on our sister station, Global News Radio in London. On Point, I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.